Welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. And I am that voice inside your head that tells you to play with fire, Napalm Nanny. And before we get into this week's episode, find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack and shoot me a message. I won't bite. Now, lately I've been looking into getting a motorcycle and that got me thinking about the history of women and the road, which led me to a 2008 book titled Eat My Dust by Georgine Clarson, where she examines women and cars from the late 1800s and writes that the very term women motorists indicates that they were supplementary to the main game. Clarson, a professor of history and politics at Australia's University of Wollongong, researched numerous stories by and about early female drivers, business owners, and more. She pointed out that the earliest days of motoring in England, Australia, and the United States Pioneering women were trained mechanics, taxi service providers, owners of driving schools and garages, ambulance drivers, and technicians. And in the 1970s, when Clarson herself followed the feminist slogan, give a girl a spanner, which means give a girl a wrench, and became an apprentice mechanic, she was surprised when older women patrons told her about their own experiences as auto mechanics. Female confidence in auto technology was not a new thing in the latter half of the 20th century, yet somehow the myth of women as passive occupants of the auto persisted. Clarin wrote, while the motoring industry welcomed women as consumers, the idea that they might develop an authoritative relationship to cars, becoming capable drivers, knowledgeable purchasers, happy tinkers, professional designers, or creative designers was a different matter. Manufacturers and their agents frequently use a slogan, so simple a woman could drive it, throughout the first decade of the century and well beyond. 
And one absolute badass of the road was the founder of the Motor Maids. Dot was born on April 22nd, 1912 in Australia, then moving to America in 1918 when her father wanted to expand the Golding sidecar business. And Dot would empower women when efforts to prevent her from competing in endurance runs failed. She competed throughout the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. And in founding the Motormaids, Dot set out to unite women riders to show that you could ride a motorcycle and still be a lady. There was never a time you saw Dot without makeup. Away from her motorcycle, she looked ready to step in or out of a fashion magazine. And one favorite story told by Hap, a Honda dealer in Sarasota, Florida, tells of how he, quote, chased that woman for two days through mud and trees, but he never caught her. And at the end of the race, all the guys tramped into a local bar, but not Dot. She went to her room and got cleaned up first. He shares, I'll never forget that picture. Dot walking into the bar in a black sheathed dress and a pillbox hat. Dot was always a lady. Then in 1939, following up on the idea formulated by Linda DeGoe, Dot rode all over the United States looking for women who owned and rode their own motorcycles, and she found 51 ladies who became the charter members of the Motor Maids of America, now known as simply the Motor Maids. Then, much like what time and age does to us all, on October 8, 1999, we lost Dot. She passed at 87 years old. And with all that being said, here's the rest of the playlist.
So that's all, folks. Honestly, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you to everyone who has sent such kind words. The shack is honestly still around because of you guys. And I honestly don't know how else to express my gratitude other than saying thank you a million times and continuing to say thank you a million times. And honestly, I'm excited for what's in the future with the shack. And I can't wait to show you guys once it starts rolling out. And with all that being said, I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Till next week, guys. <laughs>